Welcome to the American Contractor Stories. I'm John Dye. And I'm Leanne Koppel. We are interviewing some amazing contractors and letting them share their stories. These stories are not just going to entertain you, but they're going to inspire you to go out and live the American dream. Because that's exactly what they are doing. So let's dive in. Well, we're back here at the American Contractor Story Hour. Yes. <laughs> I feel like you should say it like Story Hour. Is that like how we that. should say it? Yeah. Okay. Apparently. <laughs> They'll think that they're getting something different, but it'll still be good. <laughs> Leanne. So anyways, we're here to talk, though, because we want to hear a really cool story. And I've kind of heard a little bit of this story from some people. And actually, it's, I've never heard it firsthand. Oh. I've heard it from others. And so I'm actually excited to hear this firsthand and get some of the background on the, on your story, Travis, and, and what you guys have built. So with us today is Travis Har... Har- I mean, you're going to have to say it, bro. It, are you going to edit this out? or No. No, no. we don't edit no. it out. No. This, this, is, no, this, this is real. This is not live, oh, oh. <laughs> but it's not going to be edited. <laughs> it's Harvega. Harvego. It's oh, welcome. A, yeah. That's such a cool name, dude. Yeah, that, thanks. And thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. I want to know first about the fish story, or about the story about the background of everything that happened, and I relate it to like a fish story, right? So when you tell a fish story, it comes from other people, and then the fish gets larger <laughs> as the story goes on, right? True. So I, I'd like to hear that you know the, sometime, not today, maybe. I say yeah, at some about, point about what you've heard as far as how it started or whatever. But maybe we should start with what yeah. you've heard, <laughs> right? And no, because that, that'll no. that'll change the whole <laughs> dynamic of this. <laughs> yeah. No, we're we're interested in what you've done. Now you're yeah. you're the CEO, you're the founder of Ruffle, right? Yeah, one of the founders. One of the founders. Yep. But Ruffle before Ruffle though, this is there's a lot that led up to Ruffle's actual existence, right? Yeah. So I can start the story from the beginning if we want to go back in let's time. Go, let's go. Let's go back, back, in, back time. in time, right? Yeah. But sure. I used to have long hair. It was blonde. It was beautiful. You were a hippie. Yeah. <laughs> no, not really hippie. Okay. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, so it all started with like coming out of college, or right before I got came out of college, I was a canvasser and they used to knock doors um, for a roofing contractor. For a roofing contractor, yeah. No kidding. And um, I went to school for construction management, and I graduated in 2009. But as you know, 2009 there was a recession. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there, there was n- there was no jobs. I mean, there really wasn't a lot in construction going on at that time. So I uh, did some door knocking. I did pr- fairly well at it, and um, so I just continued to do that. And then essentially, I started to work my way up through the ranks. So I was a canvasser, and I, I had the uh, I had the great honor to work for a company called Hoffmover Construction based out of Minneapolis. Um, and they had great things in place for their employees so that essentially they could have growth and, uh, and you could see the growth and the potential you could have. Right. Um, so I went from a canvasser to a sales rep uh, and then I went to a sales manager and then I went into the dark side, I guess they call it a production management, <laughs> um, managing jobs because everyone's like, oh, it's great over here because you get a base pay. You get a base pay, right? <laughs> Um, so I did that, did, did uh, pr- uh, production management as well, and then went into like general management and then regional management, things like that. So working my way all up to the top uh, wow. throughout the organization. I worked there for about 12 years. No um, I was at one company. Now, you don't find that very often in this industry, right? It's always the grass That's is greener. That's very rare. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. rare. It's always the grass is greener or more commission or better things over here. Or I'm going to start my own yeah. thing. Or yes. I'm going to start my own thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so I think that's where ultimately for me, my journey is a little bit different than most people in this industry is because essentially like by being able to hold all those positions within, you know, one organization, I have worked everybody's jobs. What, what kept you yeah. from going out and 
going somewhere else or starting anything? Like, what was so great about that company? Well, I, I, you always hear the horror stories from other people. And they're yeah. always like, yeah, I jumped mm-hmm. over here, but it wasn't that great. I went over here, it wasn't that great. You know, it yeah. was, it, and I knew that, obviously, he took care of his employees. Like, anytime I was supposed to get paid, I got paid exactly in the right time. What I was supposed to be paid, there was never a question. And I'm like, I don't need to go anywhere. And obviously, right. I saw the growth potential and the culture there. Amazing. Like, the yeah. people that you work with, I almost enjoyed the people I worked with than actually going to, to do my job. Like, right. it was just, I wanted to go see my friends. Remember back in high school, you'd go to high school only to go see your friends. Mm-hmm. You didn't go there to do anything <laughs> else but you see your friends, right? Yeah. That's why you went. Yeah, So It was similar to that. Essentially. So we were going to one spot to hang out with our buddies, right? Okay. So the culture was absolutely great. So I had really no reason to ever leave. I had, you know, most times like you, you like as a, you get become disgruntled as an employee or whatever. You're not happy about something. There was never the time where I was in that situation to where I was like, I'm gonna go do something else. It yeah. just never came up. And then obviously, outside people would tell you other horror stories, and you'd be like, I still have no reason to. And with growing with them, there's always greater potential. Uh, whether you were a manager, you were growing bigger teams, there was always new goals being set. So every time I would set a new goal, I'd hit a benchmark. And by the time I got there, there was new goals being put in place. Yeah. Right. So if, for me, it was always I was able to grow even as a person, in which they help you grow as a person as well, as far as helping you do like self-growth as well mm-hmm. as a person. Because you're better as a person, you're going to grow better even within the organization. So there's just all these things all around to where I was just getting better, and there was no reason for me to leave. I like that. Yeah, so... I mean, that's kind of the story behind as far as like my history within it, right? Knowing all the different parts about roofing and things like that. Um, and then uh, at a certain point, there was there was five uh, leadership people uh, within the organization. They ran different parts of the organization. We kind of came together and said, okay, you know, what are we going to do going forward? Are we going to grow this company huge or, or do we want to start something new and something new innovative? But we've always been innovative in our own way. We actually were invited to GAF's Wealth Builder. Uh, that's cool. A couple yeah, years ago. that's really cool. That's a really cool event. Yeah, it's a really cool event. And we got invited a couple years ago, and we were using virtual reality before it was even like a thing. So everyone knows what are those things called? Meta- metaverse? Metaverse, yeah. yeah. Oculus. The, the VR Oculus. Yeah, the yeah. Oculus. Mm-hmm. So we were using things like that five, six, seven years ago. We were using it for remodel projects. So really? we would bring the customer in or bring it out to their yeah. house. And they'd put on the glasses or the, the goggles, and yeah. they, would, they would pick different things, kind of like a hover on steroids. Okay. Right? Yeah, and, and like, they're just now starting. I've just heard about that this year. So yep. the fact that you did that like five, seven well, years ago, ago, that's pretty awesome. We always look at ourselves as always being five years ahead of everybody else. That's why yeah. we always looked at it. Like we were yeah. just looking at different ways outside the box. So GF invites us to Wealth Builder to go to this event. Well, we end up losing, unffortunately, in the final. We lost to a guy <laughs> doing disc assessments. Like, that's something new. Disc assessments, yeah, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, he was a great presenter, don't get me wrong, and, and he did a great job on how he presented it, uh, but we lost to him, right? But so this year, we were invited back to go again this year with our product that we now have. Right. So, some, so uh, like I said, we've always been innovative and thinking of the new things. So anyway, so back to us in this one room, kind of just thinking and throwing some things on the board, and we're like going through all the different things as far as what's evolved over, this, over the roofing industry. We're like, okay... Aerial measurements. Okay, we used to do them by hand. Now everything right. is Eagle View and whatever else. Nobody hand yeah. measures anymore. Um, uh, CRMs. Well, there used to be paper files. You know, we put them in the paper file. We'd move them in the little plastic holders on the yep. wall. Now everybody has a CRM. Like, who doesn't have a CRM? Everyone does it digitally. Same thing with, mm-hmm. like, contracts, paper contracts, to now everyone's signing them online. And we went through all the different pieces, and, and we're like, what about the in-person sale? Now, this was back in 2019. Okay, right. this is pre-COVID yeah. days. Pre-COVID. Yeah. So 2019, we were thinking about this, and we're like, in-person sale. Like, 
everything else now is going to online. Like, look at Amazon. Before Amazon was a thing, you'd look at Amazon and you'd say, I'm still going to go to Best Buy, you know, yeah. and check the thing out, but then I'll order it from over here maybe. It was kind of like a questionable thing. Now mm-hmm. it's just like everyone just orders Amazon all the time. Right. right? Yeah. And, and other things as well. I think. I mean, even, I, I bought a car on Carvana yeah, right? a few years ago. So oh people were buying. I did. Yeah. I was in a meeting. <laughs> yeah. I was literally in a meeting with, with Jim and some other people, and uh I'm just like buying a car. My wife walked in. I'm like, hey, I think I just bought a car that's supposed to be here in two days. And she was like, you did what? <laughs> and it showed up two <laughs> and days And it showed up two days later. And it was actually one of the best purchases I ever made. Yeah. 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 See? So even cars. So you're talking twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 purchases. Yeah. Maybe in your case, $200,000. No, no, no not quite. But, <laughs> uh, but it, people are making big purchases online without actually seeing it, without actually meeting people, you know, yeah. things like that. Right? So like... Why can't this be a thing? It's really one of the only industries at that time where you could not go online and find some sort of price or buy something online is really kind of like this industry um, as far as construction. So we're like, okay, is it possible? So then we started whiteboarding for like three or four months as far as, you know, what we would need to have, how to lay it out. I'm like, I think this is going to work. Like, I really think it's going to work. So I think it was... Uh, it was like December of 2019 or January of 2020. So still, like I said, pre-COVID, we started, yeah. we started development. We started actually building out all the tools. And by June, it was like June 15th or so, 2020, we launched our website, Rufal.com. That's awesome. Wow. So we actually launched. Right timing and right, everything. Right, right. Right during the time, like COVID wow. was shutting everything down. Yeah. Everyone was locked up and they have no... That just like sped you guys up. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys were like, we got to get this done. Yeah. Sometimes I'd rather be lucky than good. That's okay. Yeah, that, no, sometimes yeah. that is. Yeah. Imagine if you didn't. Like, yeah. if you perfected it and tried to do everything, it's better to just go, yeah. especially in that time frame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so um, so we, we launched that website. So then we were selling direct to homeowners. Right, because okay, so, I remember yeah. that. Yep, so we sold direct to homeowners. So we built all the pieces of technology to say, okay, homeowner, come to this website, find your product, get your price. Buy, buy your roof. Buy your roof right here online. Right. Okay. And it, it, it took off. It, it, it did very well while we were doing it. We sold all over the country. Um, mm-hmm. And so essentially what we did is, is obviously we would sell the jobs and then we would give them to local contractors. That's how it worked. Okay. So, mm-hmm. we so would, it was more of a lead generation tool. Kind of. But essentially, Rufal was essentially, they were they were doing all the communication with the homeowners after the sale was completed. So if they had right. something come up or whatever, we would still essentially hold the job, essentially. Okay. But the homeowner knew who was installing the roofs because after even after they purchased and bought the product, they would say, okay, well, who's coming out? Who's actually coming out to my house? Like, who, who's going to be here? When we would tell them, we're very, very clear as far as who's actually doing it. Um, so they would actually know. But we'd actually go ahead of time. When we went into a market and we were starting to sell there, we would partner with these local contractors and say, here's the program. Here's what we do. How much do you want to do it for? And they would say, this much money I want. And then we would just plug that price into our algorithm to have that price show up on the, on the website. So when anybody in that area that was searching for a roof, it would basically would pull all that information in to be able to give them a, product, a price. And then so when the job is sold, it goes right to them. That, That's that awesome. So we did that. So right. about two and a half years or so, we perfected, we changed things over that two and a half years as far as all the different tweaks and things we had to do. And then it, it, was, it was May, it was, no, April 30th of uh, 2020. My years get messed up now because it's all been a blur for the last <laughs> couple of years. Uh, 2022. 2022. So last year, about, a, about almost about a year ago, I was at an event, and this is this is getting deep now. This is getting deep. Come on. All the secrets are being released. So okay. so, so at that point, I went to an event. It was a SRS put on an event, and they brought in all the 50 top contractors from across the country, and they invited us because they they were seeing what we were doing. So they invited us to come. So when they had everybody in their room, they were talking about um, they're going to start generating leads and selling leads to contractors. But they're going to also start selling roofs, and then they're going to start giving those to contractors. 
for the con- so they're going to compete with you guys. Essentially, yeah. Essentially, yeah. Essentially, 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 right? And then the contractors freaked out. They like they blew up the room. Like, wait a minute here. So you're telling me that you're going to now start dabbling into what we do? You're essentially making us glorified labor houses at that point because now we can't make the margins and the markups that we want to because you're selling the jobs, right? Not yeah. us, right? Yeah. So what good is our value that we've built 30 years building up this company when essentially you're just going to start coming in here? And that was really the big thing was this like, think about Angie, right? Right. Yeah. Angie Home Advisor. Mm-hmm. You know they have a roofing company, right? Right. And everyone hates them. Everybody hates yeah. them, right? Everyone yeah. hates everyone. them. Everyone. Yeah. Every time. It's no different than really like you talk, look, the, these big monster companies out there. I don't care if they're manufacturers or distributors or people like that. They have a lot of power and a lot of money to where right. they can go out there and say, we're going to start now just selling these jobs to homeowners. And essentially, guess what? Now we're going to sell them all and you contractors will have to just deal with it. Yeah. Because right. now you'll have to just... Which they can do that. Which they can do. Yeah, they're that, just right? trying to monopolize. Yeah, that, that's yeah. exactly what that their vision was. So the contractors blew up. And so at that point, there was a couple people who stood up in the room and says, hey, guys, Rufel's already doing this. And they're like, wait, what? So then they went to the website, and they were checking it out. They said... SRS? No, no, no. Or, SRS. Or it, people. Other contractors okay. in, in the room. Gotcha. Said that. And then so they, they were checking it out, and then they're like, hey, after the event, they're like, probably 30 of them came to me and said, hey, we want this technology on our website today. Yeah. Because we don't want to lose our business to guys like this. Right. We right. want to be able to say, hey, we offer the same solution than what, what they're able to do. So essentially by giving that homeowner the e-commerce experience is essentially like what they really wanted. Now, what we found out was is that 80% of our business when we sold direct to consumer came in between 9 and midnight. Yeah, that's crazy, What right? does that tell you? That's one thing roofers can't really do anything about because yeah. are they going to be available between nine and midnight to go well, into yeah. the customer's Even house? if they would, no yeah. one, they're, they're not shopping in, in an in-person setting. They're shopping yeah. like they're just like scrolling Facebook or whatever at that yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. They're unwinding. They're yeah. unwinding. They're yeah. on the couch with a glass of wine or sitting on their couch after the kids are going to sleep or whatever. And they actually yeah. have time to say, we need to get this done. Well, we can't have somebody in our house, that's but now crazy. I have the convenience. That's a crazy statistic. Yeah, yeah but it's true, though, because yeah. that's usually when most people are scrolling and they're looking, and that's when they're in their relaxed state mm-hmm. of mind because they're not in work mode, parent mode, whatever yep. it can be. So they're more open to receiving a sale. Yeah. Right. And the majority that we, we would a lot of times ask our customers, like, how did you, you find out about us? And like, actually, kind of a cool story. It's 80% of the time, it was always the wife. Or the girlfriend, <laughs> or the the girl, the woman, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, who initiated it and actually like facilitated it because they were scrolling, saw like an ad or whatever. They found it and they're like, look here, like we need to get this done. I just got something here for fifteen thousand. Should we just get it done right now? Right. Uh, okay. Whatever. Whatever you think. Boom. Then they go ahead and buy. That makes crazy. it easy. It makes it easy. And so. I want to ask because you have like these dates of these monumental things that have happened with it. And so those are obviously big things Um, to do something new and innovative like you're doing and stepping out of the box and being one of the first ones. It could be hard to stay motivated and you can hear no's a lot and all that. So for people that may be trying to do the same thing, what kept you guys going and yeah. what kept you motivated to just stick to your idea and you knew it was going to work i mean again i mean from the the moment that we launched uh, when we saw the great success like immediately with the tools and again we built the most incredible team and even today when we deal with like other companies that we integrate with they're like your team is the most incredible team i've ever dealt with like right. you guys get it right you guys understand what needs to happen you guys get it done three times as fast as anybody else you guys are very efficient like you guys are well-trained. You guys have great culture over there. So, like, from the moment, moment that we launched and we had that great success, at th- that day we said, this is going to blow up. Because, again, everybody wants essentially e-commerce. And it's same thing with, with the stats. When we started pulling the stats and we're right. like, nine and midnight, 
uh, 60% of our customers are between the t- age of 30 and 45. We're like, whoa, millennials. Like these yeah. are the people essentially like that are coming up now that don't like humans. They don't yeah. like to deal with interaction with humans. They like to just be on their phone. It's like, this needs to be brought to the roofing industry and it needs to happen now, not five years from now. Yeah. So essentially that was the motivation. Is this like, this is a thing. Here's the stats. Here's the figures. People want this. They're going to do it. So that was the motivation to, to come out there and actually do it. And essentially, for, I mean, for us, is like we've always set ourselves as being as innovators. But like, that's what we've always done. Same thing with the whole goggles that we did. Everyone's like, you guys are crazy. It's never going to work. It went, it went well. We sold so many million dollar, multi-million dollar projects because we brought the board in with all their people and put the goggles on them. And they're like, okay, we all agree on this because they could see it. Right? Yeah. So, the doubters we love we mm-hmm. love them because it's like we know it's going to work because essentially we have the stats to back it up and say this is really what it wants now it's up to us but when it's up to us to push it out there i know we're not going to fail like it's just not going to happen with people we now have behind us i don't know if you know some of the people that we are on our team now we've, we've built an incredible team of new people on our team now that are amazing and just getting the word out there has been has been fun influencers influencers that are out there right it's it's been it's been fun and it's always fun to introduce people into new ideas um because some people especially in the roofing industry are very close-minded oh absolutely like it's never gonna work in general yes they're very old school old school very very old school they're not they're traditional they want to do the traditional marketing the like everything where what you're doing is you're evolving to the evolution of what construction industry is yep exactly and, and they want to do everything like i said the old way they hate change in their business because like no this way is working so why are we going to change but then i love when the new companies come in and they's like how come they're doing 30 million and i'm only doing 10 well let me look at your processes everything's still on paper yeah. they're not that's why they're doing 30 million yeah you're so inefficient you can't scale you can't yeah. scale i met a guy a couple weeks ago who's like I'm very intrigued by your technology, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm very old school. I still write handwrite checks for all of my employees. I still wow. do all of my handwritten estimates. Everything, he has no technology this whatsoever. This is common, wow. though. It's, yeah, it, it is. is. This it is, is so yeah. common. So then I use the story of Blockbuster versus Netflix. Right. And most right. people understand that story because like yeah. people have lived it. And they're like, you know, Blockbuster had, had a choice as far as what they could do at that point in time. They well, they even had, an, they could have bought it. Yeah, they could have bought yeah. it. It was like, for 10, like, like 500 million or something. It, it was way less than that. It was even, it or was, 50 million. I, I think or it was 80. It was 80 million dollars that they could have just bought it and just been done with it. Yeah. Or they could have competed with it. Instead, they said, nah, people are still going to like the old fashioned way. Just like yeah. these roofers like to think it, it, they, they didn't change. And where are they now? Yeah, yeah. So there's one That's still in the country. That's a great example. It's, it's exactly example. Yeah. So if you don't become an adopter to what your uh, audience wants, then you will not be in business any longer. Just look like Boss Buster. Nobody yeah. liked to play yeah. them. People didn't want to go return their movies. They didn't want to go rewind your movies. And they, no. they, they, they didn't want to <laughs> deal with your damn late these. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's crazy. So, it's crazy to think about. Yeah. So, I mean, again, there, I mean, there's different examples, you know, like that, that we use as far as motivation. But once you put it into perspective to contractors, most of them now get it. And here's the thing about our industry. In the last five years, a lot of the business owners are very, very smart. Like, oh, absolutely. They are very, absolutely. very smart. You look at anything when we talk about, you know, private equity roll-ups and all the things that are going on in our industry right now, this industry, five years from now, will look entirely different than it did two years ago. Entirely well, a different. lot of newer business owners are more open to reinvesting in the company instead of spending all the profits. They're being smarter about it. <laughs> yes. yes. Just 100%. saying. Yeah. No, they are. Back in the, a few years ago, it was new trucks and boats and houses and yeah. everything else. And now it's... You can't do it. You yeah. have to stay up with the competition. You got to reinvest in yourselves and your company. Yep. Yeah. And, it, and that's why, again, it, 
Think about now compared to years ago what everybody now is an expert you can hire to bring into your business to make your business better. Mm-hmm. You can probably name 20 off the top of your head that you can hire as a consultant to come oh, into yeah. your business and improve your business. That didn't exist years ago. Yeah. But these business no, no, owners are many. now investing back into their businesses yep. knowing that it's not just good old boys roofing anymore. Like yeah. This is a legitimate industry to where you can make a lot of money, mm-hmm. but it's fun. It's a very fun industry. I mean, we have fun, right? Oh, yes. All the things Absolutely. that we do. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very fun industry. So I think people look at it a lot different than what it used to be. And as I said, this industry is, is super fun. It's growing and it's going in a great direction because um, people are adapting and they're putting money back in their business. It's like they should. Because you think of any other business that's out there in any other industry, they put money back in their business. Roofers just didn't do it because it was just like an old boy's thing. We're well, just yeah, like, you just take the profit, you roll yeah. on, you're good to go, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's changed everything. And and looking at what you guys have built, like, it's, like, I'm, I'm, I've been playing with it mm-hmm. a lot, and I love it. I think it's one of the coolest tools that, that our industry's ever had. And something that was funny was we were going to try to rebuild the wheel mm-hmm. a little bit at one point. Like, we had those conversations internally when we first started. We're like, hey, how do we do this? But But, but this was before you guys were offering it to contractors anyways. Yeah. And so now that it's it's there, it's like, it's such a, it makes no sense to do things the old way when you have this opportunity. And think of all the lost opportunity that contractors are going through right now because they're not using stuff like this. Yeah. Uh, it's it, crazy. It is. Yeah. It, it's yeah, absolutely. I don't think anyone that's using this is hurt by the economy right now. No, not like yeah. they're getting the leads yeah. that others aren't from nine to ten p.m. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, not just the leads, but they're no. solid. Like I mean, they're getting a, those homeowners have a price now. Yeah, yes. they're conditioned. They're like, hey, this we know it should be around this number anyways. We've already got a price from you guys. Yep. And now you're going in and giving them like, not in like that. That's a good price. Like our prices have been really close. Like we've tested it in yep. several ways, and it's very very close. Yeah. Now it's not a hundred percent accurate, and we, and we know that, and we're very clear with that as far as the, we've tested for. I think it's almost five thousand roofs now. As far as just testing different things that we've done, it's about ninety five percent accurate. So again, there's it's not hundred percent accurate yet. I mean, I've said the technology gets better. We add more data sources, and we just get it better overall, and it'll just be better. Um, but for now, I mean, for most contractors, it's pretty dang close, and we we like to call it roofer math. As yeah. far as like, yeah. it's pretty dang close. Right. Yeah. I know I'm have to go to supplier anyways when I do this job, so it's 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 close enough, you know, for me to roll with. And we we use roofer math a lot too, so <laughs> we know like yeah. we just want to get as close as we can. And hey, well, there's a little bit of room there, and a little fudge room. It could be plus or minus two percent. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. But, so it really, well, go ahead. No, I was going to ask you like you got some new features coming out though oh, that yeah. Are, yeah. are revolutionary too, right? Yeah. So uh, let's talk about a little bit about the tool itself a little bit. So as far as the, the data we're gathering, because we're gathering so much data now analytics and all this stuff because again this lives on your website right but we're tracking all the analytics for you so mm-hmm. that you have f- full access to see everything as far as how many visitors how many clicks where are they jumping off the site when are they stopping all that stuff you get to see all of it so we're tracking all this data so essentially right now we're looking at an average right now it's it's about a 20 percent conversion rate on average some as high as 40 uh, as far as percent conversion rate conversion rate being customer comes to your website and actually gives you their information most people okay. have no idea what their version rate is. When we do a demo mm-hmm. with them, we try to prep them properly. Like, hey, before you come here, trees try to figure out these things from your marketing and website people if you can possibly, but right. most people don't have any idea. But most industry average is about 1.5% to 2% wow. of conversion rate. So that's 2% of people that come to your website actually give you their, their name and number. Wow. So, and we're, our customers are seeing like 20%. So imagine wow. that as far as, and that's a big thing we talk about too, because people always complain about the industry is getting so expensive. Shingles are so expensive. Price per square is going up so high. Blame material people. Blame the manufacturers. Blame the suppliers. It's like, wait a minute. Let's look at ourselves real quick. 
So how much money are we spending on all this SEO things mm-hmm. and all this other marketing out there when we're only getting... Sorry, it's just so everyone knows, we are at an event right now. <laughs> we we have fun here, right? Yeah. We are at a football stadium yeah, yeah. right now. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. We're at a football stadium in Minneapolis uh, for the Atlas All-Star Tour. Yeah. So And they just started playing uh, some Zach Brown band. A so. really oh, wow. good serenade yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> yeah, so we have some new features. The biggest thing being uh, Contractor uh, Loan Pro. So we just released that, where essentially now the homeowner can come to, to your website and can get pre-approved for financing right That's then and awesome. there on the website. That's so cool. Yeah. And that's like one of those things that we wanted to do anyways. And what I've noticed too is our team likes to use it on the, in the field. Like our, our sales guys are going in there and they're filling out the the form for their homeowner and getting that price from that. Like instead of us having to go and create our own quote, they're just doing it right there in real time. And it's blowing my mind. Yeah. So I keep seeing these come in, and I'm like, who's filling these out? And it's the sales guy out in the field doing it. And then the feature we're releasing on the 29th of April is rep quotes, where essentially at that point, now your sales reps have their own access to where you, you're you physically not seeing all of those all the time. Right. It's, it's a separate login to where you're That's tracking cool. those completely separately, and you're doing it all in the field. That's cool. In 30 seconds, you know, yeah. so much quicker. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, I'm really excited about what you guys are doing. Yeah, I'm excited that I heard your kind of backstory. I haven't heard it. I didn't hear any fish stories. So (laughs) it was cool to hear it and just to know that creatives can get it together and create stuff that are awesome. Yeah. No, I love it. And it's just, it's going to make everybody better, make the industry better. Yeah. And that's the whole, that's the cool part about it is it's one of those things that if you're not using this type of technology, you should be. Yeah. You should. I mean, I love this industry and that's what I do what I do. I I love the, I love my people. I love my employees. I love people that I work with. I love my affiliate partners. I love all the partnerships that I make and I love this industry twice as much. And that's why we do what we do is just to make this industry better and for contractors essentially to stay in business and to make more money. I mean, that's what it's all about. That's awesome, yes. dude. Travis, thank you so much for hanging out today. Yeah, of yeah, course. Thanks thank for having you. some time. And you guys, if you guys haven't heard about this Atlas tour, you got to jump on it. We're heading to, uh, we're in Minneapolis right now. We're going to Ann Arbor. We've got Denver, Oklahoma City. I can't remember the rest of them. Baton Rouge. You said Baton, Baton Rouge. 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 Tampa, Atlanta, Tampa, Atlanta, Atlanta, Dallas, North we're Carolina, Philly. We're going to North yeah. Carolina. We're yeah. going to yeah. Charlotte. Yeah. No, we're going to Charlotte. We are. Yeah. We are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we You're are. Right. Get your cheesesteaks <laughs> while you can. Yeah. Oh, I will. This is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I'm so, excited. It's going to be a fun tour. Yeah, it's going to be a great tour. So Travis will be out there. Uh, Leanne and I will obviously be out there. Um, there's a whole bunch of other people there. I think uh, I saw Sumo Quotes out there, Eagle View, um, Jim Johnson, Contractor Coach Pro. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. There's a lot of people here. A lot, Company of, Cam, a lot of great yeah. vendors. A lot of great, great vendors. Great vendors, but lots of cool giveaways. They, yep. they just gave away a trip to spring break, or to spring training, I mean. And like they gave away tickets. They gave away a signed jersey. Like, yeah. They give away yeah. all the cool stuff. Yeah, this is going to be great. It was so. a fun day, yeah. and we're still at the football stadium. Yeah. Hanging out, listening yeah. to uh, Zach Brown Band. <laughs> 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 all right, it's happy hour. Thank you guys for listening today. <laughs> this has been a great, uh, great time hanging out with Rufal and we've got a special link for them probably I think set up hopefully by now so uh, make sure to hit that up because uh, check out the product it's awesome it's on yeah. our website if you want to check it out on modernroof.com but that's a side note awesome. sad note, <laughs> side Thanks, note. Thank, thank you, you guys we really hope this story has inspired you to chase your American dream do you have a great story to share we'd love to hear it all you gotta do is send us an email to stories at americancontractorshow.com If you love the show, make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. And share it with others. Inspiration should always be shared.